What's up, man? Hey, brother. All right. Episode yeah. 21. Dang. Yeah. Good evening, everybody. Thanks for listening. How you doing, man? Oh, not too bad, dude. Uh, see, man. Uh, well, I mean, just, <laughs> dude, I told you the other day, somebody stole my, uh, my uh, debit card information and, uh, yeah, it's just, just been spending. You can just tell something's off. It's like $2 here, $4 here. And it's all at, uh, the King Supers grocery store, dude. So I'm going to have to go get to the bottom of that soon. I just, uh, got a new card sent to me and everything, but I'm like, Oh man, it's been months since they've been stealing money. So maybe I'll get that, you know, but I just kind of, and then I had this attitude, man. I was like, I feel really bad for the person who's doing it because, they're incurring a lot of uh, universal debt against them. And who knows how long they're doing it or who else they're doing it to. But it's like, I pray to God, you know, it's like, I want to have that, uh, that spirit of like Jonah when he, when he uh, met his brothers who tried to uh, have him killed or put him in slavery. And he said, what you meant for evil, God meant for good. And uh, yeah. just, just think, man, you know, um, if they ever catch somebody that's doing this and it, you know their whole life and their whole life isn't just completely ruined, but it is a pretty bad crime. So I don't know, but just to stop it from happening to other people, really my goal, honestly. And I think yeah. God just pays, it, you know, God evens it out. He'll pay dividends. Uh, I, I don't even worry about it, man. You know, He'll pay me back for for these type of things, and you just have everything you need for every day. You know, give us yeah. uh, this day our day our daily bread, and just have that attitude of every single day. You know, I have. Providence, I guess you would say, provision. Yeah, provision. That's crazy, dude. So, <coughs> we, so King Supers is looking into it for you. Huh. Well, yeah, they definitely like. I went in there. All I did was give them my name and number, and they're like, they called me like a couple hours later. Hey, yeah, you got multiple charges on the same day all over the place and at different locations too. And I was like, Oh, I'm sure dude. I'm sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll. yeah. And the, they were like, they were like looking into it. Like it was a mystery or something like a crime they were solving. And I was like, okay, I'll come in tomorrow or something with my statements and highlight what I, what I think is uh and so I'm sitting here highlighting everything for King supers just, just to see what, cause they said they were going to pull camera footage. I'm like, uh Oh, and that's where the fear of guy comes into play where I'm like, Oh man, I hope, it's not some kid that they just like ruin their lives over stealing money from people, you know, and stuff. If they find out who's doing this type of thing, but they don't even have to have your card anymore, man. It, obviously they're using my information and uh, you know, it's not the only place that has happened at. There's different stores. Like uh, there's some place up here in Blackhawk called underground liquor or something. And I see two different charges at that place. So it must be somebody who lives around here or something, but I'm like, I don't even know where that, store that you know what i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't have bought anything there so like 30 dollars here 40 dollars here and i'm like that's where all my name money went and i had to find out from it being declined one day and just being like oh i'm broke so oh yeah but uh, it, it's okay though you know i got i got paid uh this week so i got a new debit card and i'm just gonna be vigilant you know this is this is a nut this is a uh tip for everyone out there you know if you're paying with cards nowadays they can steal your stuff remotely uh they make these little wallets that prevent people from uh stealing your stuff uh remotely with uh some type of digital waves or something and it'll block those signals 
is because that's the thing. If someone's standing right behind you, even they'll just steal it from your wallet uh, without even having to touch you. Um, but check your receipts. I'm not being diligent enough about that. You know, keep your receipts and then look at your banking statements because I'm looking at all these little $2, $4 charges and I'm like, okay, well, I don't even remember what I bought that day. But if there's seven transactions at the same store in one day yeah, and I, and I only went there once, it just, you know, even the bank was like, oh, crap, you know. So what, so, how, how did this happen? How did you notice you were just, you were. <clears throat> well, like I said, man, I. Well, yeah, like I said, I just went to buy some tea one day or something, and uh, the guy was like, "Okay, you need uh, you need this much more though if your card only gave you this much." And I'm like, "Oh, really?" And he's like, "But you can." Oh, I was like, "Okay, never mind." Then he's like, "Well, you can buy this this tea." I was like, "Okay, man." And then he said, "I don't know, something's wrong. It's not working." He just paid me back later. I was like, "Okay, man, I'll be I'll see you again sometime." So I brought him a dollar and ten cents the next day from some cash that I had. I was like, "Here you go, man." He probably didn't expect that. He's like, "Oh, oh, thank you, man." But it was in the midst of that where I'm like, oh, I wanted to buy a tea today, you know, and I couldn't even buy that. So, yeah, I've been completely apathetic about checking my finances. I just kind of assume I've got money in the bank from yeah. what I buy and what I don't buy. And I know God wants me to be more diligent about those things. And, you know, I should know that I have enough money in the bank if I want to tithe to a church and I sign a check or something, you know. I want to know that that check, if they don't cash it for a week, is going to go through. You know, we're we're at you know like ten percent of my check would be like a uh, hundred or two hundred dollars or something like that for two weeks or something like that. And so, I want to know that that's going to clear. You know, I want the church to have a bounce check. You know, that type of stuff. But uh, I'm I'm kind of in the mode now where if I'm going to tithe, I'm going to do it in cash anyways because I just don't trust the world. You know. Um. And I haven't really been tithing that that frequently. I don't. Uh, I haven't been attending much services uh, regularly. But um, uh, you know, it's just all uh, something something to pray about and talk to God about, and you know, just keep trying. You got to keep getting better and better, man. You know. Yeah. Um, just yeah. keep going. It's the hard road, man. And this is the kind of stuff that makes you want. You know, makes you want to give up. You know, just kind of be like, I don't trust anybody, and you know. Um, you know, I don't want to use my card anywhere or something, that kind of stuff. And that's a debit card, man. So, yeah, they, they totally, uh, they did it to my dad the other day, too. They, somebody was charging stuff to his uh, his his card, but he had his card in his wallet. So, just goes to show, man. Um, take your statements. If you can get online with your bank, make sure you're not getting taken. Because I had a bunch of duplicate charges, too. It was like, I got charged twice at certain places for, like, a $2 he that I buy, they charge me twice. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to have to keep track of this now. Yeah. <clears throat> Crazy, man. But, well, yeah, yeah. To just, the of it. Oh, I will. I will, dude. And if not, God will. So, yeah. Um, and that's cool that King Supers is like showing concern. Oh, they are. I'm like, sure. I feel like anytime that's ever happened to me, it seemed like they just don't really care. You know, I think they, I think they'd like, yeah, I think they'd like to know if somebody's doing that because it could turn into a legal issue probably. And of course, there's a couple of women that probably were like getting Inspector Gadget on it. You know, they were like, "Oh, I want to, I want to find this, find out what's going on here." They're like, "Looks like you got one. In, it looks like you got some in Golden too." And I'm like, "Well, I go to that store sometimes, you know." They, but they, so they were already kind of insinuating that it was getting, <laughs> it was getting out of control. I'm like, "Oh, tell me, you telling me? I'm the one without any money." So, wow. But uh, my old rabbi, you know, he said. 
he said, uh, you know, he, I'm sure he wouldn't care if I told this story, but you know, those scams where they call you and say, uh, Hey, we need you to go buy an Apple or we need you to go buy like an Apple play card. And, uh, the only way you can pay us is by buying one of these cards at the gas station. You have to load money onto it and yada, yada, yada. And he didn't know any better. And he went and he went and did it at like a prepaid card. And when he gave him the number to the card, uh, they were just like, okay, thank you. And he, he was like, okay, now what? And he just realized he got scammed for a hundred, 200 bucks or something. And, uh, there's no record of it now because he just gave him a, a free prepaid card. But he said, you know what? I don't even worry about it because God's, you know, God's in control. You know, if somebody rips me off, uh, cause everybody's ripping everybody off. Like I don't even sit here and stress about whether or not somebody's overcharging me for something or, you know, this and this and this, somebody's getting away with this because I think God just evens it out. You know, he'll, he'll, he'll take care, he'll take care of it. So it's not something we should be, uh, we should be focused on. That's, that's such, that's just such a distraction. I think, you know, for the enemy to just be like, I want them so concerned about money and how they're getting ripped off and taxes. Why are they, you know, why they're paying so many taxes in this country. And Jesus just told them straight up, you know, render to Caesar what is Caesar's. Because even back then they were like they were getting ripped off. The tax collectors were taking their cut. They were they were crooked. They were Jewish people too. But they were take. Rome was basically like just make sure we get what we want and you can take whatever you want off the top and we don't even care. We, you know they didn't even manage it. You know so the tax collectors were looked down upon and that's who Jesus was was eating with. You know and, and talking with. So even back then you know it was just such a like oh my gosh we're getting ripped off. We can't ever save any money and yada 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 and it's like well. You gotta be diligent about it and just pray that God protects everything. Yeah. God's um, omnipresent. He sees it all. Um, and that's a good leeway into our topic. Amen. Yeah. He sees everything. <laughs> so. Amen. Um, and that's scary. That. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, I pray that you, fi- you figure all that out. Uh, the scam stuff. Um, I've had to deal with it. Oh, I, I had to deal with it not too long ago. Um, so yeah, it sucks, but it's just circumstances and, Oh yeah. Um, you know, like you said, give us our, 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 uh, give us this day, our daily bread, you know, and, uh, and our modern society is just, uh, running rampant with it, you know, scamming and all that. Yeah. So we have the technology that allows people to, uh, do these I, I like I like that uh, you're uh, you're looking at it as trying to not stress about all these scammers and what they're they're doing and what the, the enemy's doing. Uh, again, I feel like it's a message from from God to not focus so much on on the devil and what he's doing and and, and try and fix your eyes on on Jesus more. So I, I, I think oh, yeah. I think yeah I think it's really good that you're. Uh, you're not allowing it to, to uh, totally ruin ruin your day and, and totally uh, put your focus totally on the bad things that are happening or the bad circumstances. Yeah, well, completely change your view on how you should use your money. Like, I, oh, I can't help nobody anymore now. You know, like somebody needs help with something. I can't I can't give them five, 20 bucks or something like that gas station story we were talking about, you know, like you just. Yeah. You're like, I can't afford to not have money because they're going to steal it from me. And you're always living in fear of the world. And that's just not what, what Christ 
you know, died for us, not what God called us to be. Um, so, yeah, don't let it change anything about about what you believe. And uh, ask God to just reinforce your faith um, in all of these things. Because, you know, th these are the type of things where it's like, hey, you find a 20 floating down the sidewalk or something, you know, later on. Those, that, yeah. those, those type, you know what I mean? Those type of things yeah. where you're just like, the heck? So... Uh, my boss, who, who I think wants to come on as a uh, guest soon, uh, told me that he had one of those moments where, you know, uh, he was going to have to pay something for his mortgage or something, and he didn't know he didn't think he had enough money in the bank for it. And all of a sudden, there was like the exact amount of money that was in the bank to help him pay for something, and he was just thanking God and praising God for that because, it, uh, well, because somebody on Craigslist all of a sudden out of the blue they were interested in buying some things from him. Out of the blue, they're like, "Hey, can I come by this weekend and buy all of those things from you?" And I was like, "Dude, who who does that? Or how does how does that happen? Nobody, m most people just want to look at it and then they want to talk you down on the price and they want to you know pay less for it." And this guy was like, "Hey, I'll come buy all that at the price that you wanted me to pay." So then he was able to afford. You know, I'm just like that stuff just just doesn't happen to, and nowadays. You know, everybody's always trying to get a like talk you down on the prices. Oh, it's dirty. Oh, it's got a scuff here and stuff like that. And uh, that was just such a, a God moment where it was like this guy, you know, God was sent to just make sure he had enough money for for uh, what he needed to take care of bill wise, you know. And so it really just uh, reinforced his uh, faith faith in God. And he was praising him about it all day. He and he shared that story with me because it's just amazing. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a miracle, you know, timely miracle. Wow. Good stuff. Um so, Fear of the Lord, Part 2, 2.0, I guess. Yeah. Um, was there anything this week that came up for you uh, that you could, that maybe um, you wanted to share? Because um, I, was, I, was, I was kind of praying that, you know, if God gives us a topic ahead of time, hopefully, hoping, I hope that things will, will pop up uh, for us and, yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, it, it hasn't been anything like really specific, but I know every time we do our podcast, man, I think the Holy Spirit just works what He wants us to talk about in that moment uh, with our with our faith, and that He would do that for us. I pray about it right before the podcast, and uh, yeah. so you know, I guess I never I didn't keep track of anything or or study too much about um, the fear of the Lord, and it's just kind of was hoping God would. Uh, tell us what he wants us to hear um because a lot of times you know it's like i talk to hear myself talk not not in a prideful way but like i'm trying to convince myself that what i believe is what i believe you know what i mean so i can talk to somebody all day about god and the scriptures because i want to reinforce what i believe it's like i don't care what they think about it i just need to say it because you know, it's like if the rock, if I don't praise God, then the rocks will cry out is what Jesus said, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but as far as the fear, the fear of the Lord. Um, yeah. It's just. Uh, you know, just just, uh, you know, well, that thing happened to me with the with the bank, with the bank and all um, and just realizing, you know, God sees everything um, yeah. and just having and just having that thought like, you know, who has. My flesh didn't didn't think, hey, I hope that person that's stealing my stuff doesn't get smited. Um, 
you know, my flesh was actually pretty upset right away, you know, because I was broke and, and everything was going wrong. The same day I was on the phone with the bank for two hours that afternoon, my gas tank started leaking again because it's got a hole in it that I've been patching up. And so it was like, Hey, you know, dang, now I got to wake up early and fix that because I don't have enough energy now to take care of it. I'm just, I need to go lay down and pray and go to sleep and just have some peace about my situation right now. And, uh, I think that's just, you know, I'm learning to, to, you know, um, but I guess, you know, the things that I've, I've looked up about the fear of the Lord, you know, I think it's a lot of different, I think the fear of the, if you have fear of the Lord, it entails everything. It entails how much you love God and entails how much you obey him. Um, it, it entails how much you talk about him to other people. Uh, yeah. You minister to, it entails how much you help other people in his name or just in yeah, general. I think, I think the fear of the Lord kind of manifests in your life once you become aware of his, how, how big he is. Once you, once you become aware of how much he's in control and how much he's changed your own life. And then I, I think it kind of manifests itself in, in our lives and it changes the way we do things. Yeah, totally. You know, like I was saying, it, it wasn't my flesh that it thought, oh, I hope, you know, that thought good things about the situation. My flesh was uh, wanting revenge, you know, and then I was like, well, vengeance is, is the Lord's, but I still want payback, you know. And uh, so I struggle, you know, coming to terms with those type of things. Um, yeah, so. Uh, but, uh, to kind but of you had a lot of notes. Yeah, I just, I mean, just uh, mostly just, I just want to reiterate that fear is having, um, having respect and honor and reverence of God, not being scared of him. You can't love something that you're scared of, I don't think. So, you know, how are you going to follow and, and, and love something that you're scared of, um, fear right. biblically means like respect and honor and so i think a lot of people don't understand that and i think a lot of people also see it as like uh as christians we're living a life we're, we're scared of this giant uh abusive uh dad that lives above us and is just gonna whip us every the second we uh, do something wrong and that's that's not true either yeah, we're, well, if we if we believe that more, we're listening to the world, and we're also listening to the devil, um, because that's their that's their point. Um, because yeah. they have they have to have that viewpoint, otherwise uh, they can't. They'd have to admit they'd have to take, they'd have to point the, the the camera on them, you know. Um, so they they want to uh, point point the finger at God, and I just see the serpent in the garden telling uh, Eve they. God just wants to hold out on him, you know, like he really doesn't, he really doesn't want you to eat that because he think because you're going to become like him, you'll become a God like him. So he's holding out on you. And uh, it's just, a, it's just glad, as old as the garden of Eden. I'm glad you said that. That was one of the passages I kind of wanted to go over was Genesis was just early, the early book of Genesis. Um, and Adam didn't have the fear of the Lord. He had, he was afraid of God after he ate mm -hmm. the fruit, right? Um, mm -hmm. 
I guess we can just, you want to just read that and then we can go from, go from there. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, go ahead, man. Okay. So, um, Genesis, we'll just start at Genesis 3, 1, uh, the temptation and fall of man. Okay. Okay. Um, I think this is when, yeah, okay. So that's Genesis 3, 1. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the, of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, has God indeed said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman, and the woman said to the serpent, we may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were opened and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord God called to Adam and said to him, where are you? So he said, I heard your voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. And he said, who told you that you were naked? Have you, have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you that you should not eat? Then the man said, the woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me of the tree and I ate. And the Lord said to the woman, what is this you have done? The woman said, the serpent deceived me and I ate. So. Yeah. Um, so interesting. There's a lot of stuff in that, uh, in those passages. The first thing I like to notice is, is, uh, Adam, like, God never told them that being naked was bad at this time. So right. He was, he became aware that he was naked and that was right. not even something that he had to worry about. So I thought that, I just really think that's interesting um, to me. Yeah. As, uh, yeah. You know, the world would, the, you know, he just, be, like, even, like, somebody would deceive them and tell them that, oh, you're naked. Like, you need to stop being naked. Like, that's bad. And, it's like, and God's like, who told you that? And how many, how many times does that happen in our world today is, is we just believe these things that we think are bad and that God's not going to, uh, he's not going to yeah. still love us if we do something, something bad. And we're just making up these things that aren't even, even from God. So. Oh, totally. I, I think honestly, it's just the, that, you know, because it was good and evil that they became aware of um they felt shame from being naked because there is a, there is an evil side to nakedness and uh, sin associated with being naked and sexual sin and but they had not known good and evil before this so their minds were changed completely to be perceptive of the of what could be uh it could be dishonoring and, and sinful to God. 
So, uh, you know, to, to be naked, uh, they felt shameful all of a sudden uh, for no reason. And it, it was their minds being warped and, and, well, knowing that there is a bad side to it now, you know, um, and, and, you know, just there's a couple tidbits in here, man, that I, that I don't really think people pick up on. But, uh, but when, when the serpent's talking to Eve, he's already got her confused way before she agrees to eat it. He said, did God say, I really say you are not to eat from any tree in the garden? So he's already deceiving, like starting the question off saying something that's a lie. He didn't say that he said they could eat everything except that one. And she, and she, so she's already confused here. She said, we may eat, uh, but of the fruit of the tree in the middle of the garden, God said, you are neither to eat from it nor touch it or you will die. God never said you couldn't touch it. She, yeah. She's already confused here. She's like, he's like, oh, you know, this is how, this is how much God doesn't want us to do it. He just said, don't eat from it because if you do, you will surely die. Um, you know, it's forbidden. And so she, she's already confused saying, you, you know, you can't, can't touch it. You can't eat it. And then, of course, he says, you know, uh, it, it is not true that she will surely die uh, because your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So he's basically telling her the truth here and she accepts the truth. And that's what, you know, the Satanists of today, they believe if they tell you what they're doing before they do it, then they have done no wrong. And they're modeling themselves after after this uh, after Lucifer, who basically tells you what's going to happen if you do this, and then tricks you into thinking it's not going to be as bad as you think it's going to be, but it's going to benefit you. And that's the that's the deception is, is this is going to benefit you if you eat it, you know. Um, so you know it, it was it is it is a half truth. You know, yeah. there's all these half truths. So God knows, or Satan knows what God said more than she does, or uh, you know. But he had her confused, and then, then you start to see the blame game where she's like, you know, where God's like, "What have you done?" He goes to Adam first because he's supposed to be the the head, you know, of the relationship. He's he's under God, and he blames it on the woman, and then she blames it on the serpent, and the blame game continues today. Yeah. All the way down, and then and then it makes its way around to God. Again, we, we, when we get done blaming the devil, then we point the finger at God and say, "You tricked me." Yeah, and that's how far that's how far gone we can be when uh, when the fear of the Lord is just not front and center. Um, but yeah. but I, I I think I think there is there is a there is a part of the fear of God that is. Um, it's all encompassing. I think it, there is a part that is causing, uh, you know, fear or, or, or terror. Um, because I see this when Isaiah became before God, he was terrified, um, in his presence. He, he felt like I'm a dead man. I'm a dead man. And then when Paul, uh, saw and when Christ appeared to Paul on the road of the man blinded him, he was basically like, take my head, I take my head. I don't, you know, I didn't know what I was doing. I'm persecuting the son of God. And he said, well, you will, you, you're going to speak what I, you're going to go and, and talk and uh, spread my gospel and tell people about me. And uh, so I think there is a fear of God that is meant to, uh, you know, incite that fear, you know, that is, that is uh, what we think of as, you know, just actually being scared of uh, this guy because a verse is like, you know, it is a it is a thing to fall into the hands of the living God. 
Um, and you hear about Revelation, it says the great and terrible day of the Lord. Um, you know, the blood is up to the horse's bridle. And, and certain verses like that, uh, Christ is coming back with, he rode in on a donkey to Jerusalem uh, for peace. But he's coming back on a white horse with a sword in his mouth and fire in his eyes. And so there is, I think there is a degree of, of fear that, you know, for someone who loves God, it's not, it's not, not something to, uh, to cripple you or just to be afraid of him um, yeah. in that way. But there, but there is a certain, I think there is a certain uh, thing about his presence that just should inspire that, that fear of, of that, you know, fear of being killed or, or dead, you know, fear, it says, fear him who, you know, do not fear who can just kill the body here on earth fear him who can kill both body and hell yeah, so, I, so, so i think there you know i think i think there is a side of that fear that this is the one we don't want to think about sometimes for sure yeah and so i think um you know adam i i think so this message means don't listen to your wives <laughs> no i'm just kidding well um, yeah don't listen to your heart or don't send anybody yeah so um he didn't he started listening to everybody else and um so god it's that, god it's that little bit true yeah so god comes looking for him too and he's not he doesn't come looking for eve right he's coming to look for adam because he's supposed to be the leader and he's supposed to be listening to God and he listened to Eve and now, now look what happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and then later, later on in that chapter, he, uh, you know, he, he says, you know, what, what you have done, um, I can't let you, I can't let you stay here now, uh, in, in the garden, uh, I'm going to banish you from the garden. And he said, God, you know, took compassion on them being naked because they had fig leaves on them, but he, he, he made animal skins for them to wear as clothing. Yeah. And so I see this as the first animal sacrifice. Honestly, God killed some animals to, to, to skin them for the clothing that he was going to give them to cover their shame and their nakedness. And, and I've had it explained to me this way before, you know, how, Adam was in charge of naming every single animal that was that was brought to to him. So these were like his kids. You got to think about it in that sense. Th these are his kids. Um, he was in charge of naming all of them, and God was like, "Well, now because you've done this, I have to kill this these innocent creatures to cover your shame." And just think about it, like think if somebody came up one day to your house and was like, "Okay, I got to kill Scruffy because you lied the other day," you yeah. know. And that's that's kind of <laughs> what that's kind of what you see here. I mean, it's, it's just yeah. the first innocent, you know, the innocent life that had to be taken for the sin that was now in the world. The first sin the, the, of the fall of man, you know, caused God to have to, you know, kill these animals. And it was like they had to wear the skin of their children, you know, to cover their shame. And it was just such a big picture of this is what sin does. This is what sin does, you know. Yeah. Wow, that's good. I never, I never really thought of it that way. Um, first sacrifice. That's cool. 
I think about it like that, you know. Yeah. You know, the wages of sin is death. And uh, the death that the death that God was talking about was uh, spiritual death. And so, how do we think about this um, in terms of fearing the Lord? Um, so, so, you know, Adam heard him coming and he was afraid of him. Um, but that's because he had something, he did something that he was ashamed of. Um, and I think the person, I think the, I think people who, if you fear God, you're not, you're not hiding anything. You're not doing it. You're not, um, I don't know what, what's the word. Um, you're not running from them. Yeah. Yeah. You're not running from them. You're not, you know, your behaviors start to change. I think it changes your, um, your behaviors. You start to, you start to hate what, what God hates and you start to, you start to see what he loves, uh, even more. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, so ever since I started, uh, following Jesus, all of a sudden I started seeing people in a totally different light. Like these are people made in his image and my behaviors and my, uh, I don't know, just the way I saw people changed. I started to love, I'm starting to love people more, which is, uh, and having yeah. more patience with people and seeing them more as they're that this person is in God's image and that, um, you know, my emotions don't get to dictate how I act anymore because we represent Jesus now. So I don't know where I was going with that, but I, yeah, I agree, dude. I mean, actions detached from emotion. Yeah. And how much, how much sure that is as a believer to, have the Holy Spirit kind of conduct your your actions for you. Um, no matter what your emotions are doing, you can give it to Him, and you can not let it translate into your physical actions. Um, in fact, you, your physical actions would be the opposite of most of your emotions. Like when Christ said, to, if someone strikes you on the cheek, turn the other one to him also, so that he can strike that one. Yeah. You know, if someone steals your if someone steals your uh your cloak, give to him your tunic. And you know, but I've also heard people say, you know, you've got to have a cheek to turn for someone to slap it, you know what I mean? Too, which means you need to be capable of doing something, you know, like a man needs to be capable of extreme violence but willingly forgo it for the will, the greater will and of, of, of the people of, of the world, you know, and that's a Jordan Peterson quote, but you should be meekness. an animal. Yeah. yeah the meekness. That's, that's meekness. Yeah. And so, you know, if you're just completely, uh, but then there's a, there's a side of that where it's not meek, um, it's weakness, you know, um, where you don't, you don't ever stand up for what's right. And you're not ever uh, fighting for justice and you let everybody walk over you and everyone around you, um, you know, so, you know, but you have to have a cheek to turn first before you can let somebody do that, to you, you know, that kind of thing. Um, I, my dad, I, I, this is a, such a heroic thing for me to, to tell, but my dad, there was a, there was a moment, I guess they went out to eat one night or something. There was a group of people 
they were just talking all kinds of filth, swearing in this restaurant. My dad, you know, being who he is, eventually was just like, could you guys not, you know, could you talk like that around around my family? And uh, they were drunk, you know, and it was a biker gang, and somebody came up and started, you know, messing with my dad. And my I wasn't there because if I was there, I probably went off. I wouldn't have been able to control my emotions. But, you know, he was kind of like tapping my dad on the hand saying, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? And the strength and resolve that my dad had, knowing his and what he's come from, to be able to not react and not, you know, just completely rip that person's head off or, or whatever. You know, my, my sister's boyfriend was with them also. and He was just looking at my dad ready to jump if he jumped. And But that person was just looking to, you know, move my dad and, you know, just basically make him make him come out of character um and uh my dad just had complete resolve over that and i can and i congratulated him on that after after i heard about it and he's like oh well that that was a lucky guy that day and i said well i know good and well because i probably would you know wouldn't have been able to watch that but the fact that you you know ptsd he's been he's been in two uh conflicts uh with the u.s military um you know, seeing a lot of bad things happen, you know, uh, and just grew up, you know, grew up fighting and, and just being, you know, standing up for himself and everything else like that. And he's a tough man. So, uh, you know, he, he, he was able to, uh, just hold back that day. And I thought, wow, this is such a God has really changed him. Um, his, his spirit too, you know, it's just, like, wow. You know, how can you have that much resolve? Um, you know, stoicism. And I just see Jesus Christ as the model of that also. And, and and then you look at Paul, how many times was he beaten up and beaten, crippled, you know, couldn't walk, put in prison. And he, really ate. he didn't, he just went back out there and kept doing what, what God wanted him to do, which was preach the gospel. And so I can imagine he, he was walking on broken legs all the time and everything else. And it was just, you know, just to see these these people who truly were content that God would God would be you know God's uh, vengeance vengeance as mine says the Lord you know um, yeah and you see Peter too like he in the garden he he fought and cut that guard's ear off uh, when they tried to arrest Jesus and then uh, later on you know he God 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 told Peter on you on this rock I'm going to build my church. And how he changed from that point forward where he he was not violent because he wasn't going to get anywhere like that. You know, they would have locked him up or killed him immediately, you know, uh, for inciting a resurrect, uh, you know, uh, uh, in, insurrection, you know, as they would say. Um, yeah. The disciples didn't do didn't go that route. But, but Christ also told them, if you have, you know, a t- go sell your cloak and buy a sword. If you, if you have the money, go buy a sword because he was telling them, be ready. You know, I don't want you to not defend yourself. But uh, so I don't know where we and now I got off on another tangent with, with my story. But that's just, you know, but the fear, but the fear of God, honestly, you know, I, you know, do you fear God more than you fear embarrassment from man? You know, embarrassment as a, you know, we should not be ashamed of the gospel of Christ. That's another, that's another big one. Yeah. Well, it's just like, 
you start to want to obey God, even though people are completely turning against you. Yeah, well, you know, is if if you Jesus said, if you're not willing to leave father, mother, and brother and sister behind to follow me, then you're not worthy yeah. to follow me. If you don't pick up your cross and follow me, then you're not worthy to follow me. And it, it's just a bigger picture than we want to believe it is. It's not a lukewarm American Christianity that we got going on where we don't really make waves. We don't really speak out on certain things. Um, you know, uh, just, I think the church is kind of just apathetic as much as we are in our own personal lives. Yeah. Um, but God forbid that, you know, God's word, which he says will never away, or heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. And not one letter of the law will ever pass away. But we are going to just deny its power. You know, it says having the appearance of godliness, but denying its power. Uh, you know, this is how people are, you know. Um, and just not to be one, just not to not to be living that way and not know it, you know, because there's a lot of ignorance and people probably believe they're not not like that. But you have to be ask God, ask God to show you whether or not you are, you know, um, yeah. and, and as believers, be strong enough to tell one another, hey, you're not you're not doing this, you know, right. I believe, you know, I really telling talking to you as a brother. I'm going to tell you right now, you're, you're doing this wrong. I believe you need to change this, you know, and we don't do that for each other. <clears throat> so how in the world are we going to do it for the world? Man, yeah, some of the great, I mean, you can love somebody. I mean, true love towards somebody is telling them the truth. When yeah, whether we like it or not. Yeah, and I think we avoid that. I think, what was I, I was thinking of, oh, I was just, I was thinking just in my life, an example um, is I'm so terrified to just be outside of God's will and his priorities and his desires for my life because I've seen what happens when I, when I'm not a part of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, um, I think that's, that's the fear of the Lord too, is, um, is the best thing I can offer him is, yes, God, like, I can't offer you anything else, but I'll just, I'll just say yes to you today. And I don't know. Um, yeah, because I just, I just know what happens when James is in control of my life. And I'm terrified of that. I'm, I'm like, seriously fearful of just not of just doing things on my own and, and being outside of his will and his priorities for my life. So that so now I'm I'm asking God to take away anything that takes away from that that plan that He has for me, and that um, and take away and show me what is um, sending me in a different direction, possibly. So, um, yeah, I I just, I just think that's where the fear of the Lord comes in. Is I'm afraid of what happens if I'm not if I'm not on if I'm against God things get bad. And we see that with even just from the beginning yeah. with Adam and Eve is things got bad. They got, they got against God and they, or even, um, I mean, Pharaoh in Egypt, they, they didn't really follow God, but they knew what could happen if you go against that God of Israel. 
you know, how many times did we mm-hmm. hear in the Old Testament and people people being afraid of this God of Israel that they're like, well, we don't really yeah. follow him, but we know he can, we've seen him do some things. And so they had the fear of the Lord oh, yeah. and they didn't even really, really believe in him. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Just, I mean, when Jonah was, was uh, thrown overboard, they all were begging God to forgive, forgive him for, don't hold him accountable yeah. for this man's life. And then, and then when the storms calmed, they offered sacrifices to God and uh, burnt offerings. And I don't know, you don't hear much about it after that, but they revered what God did for them by sparing their lives. Um, you know, when when he said, I'm running from God, the God of Israel, they, they were terrified. They knew exactly what he was talking about. Why? Have, they said, what have you done? Yeah. You know. And, and, and he's like, throw me overboard. And they still tried to, to row back to shore. They didn't want to do it. But eventually it got so bad. They were like, God, don't forgive us for this. You know, you're, uh, this is, you know, this is why this, you're chasing this man. And, you know, we don't want to be responsible. And so, you know, but then, and then when Jonah went to Nineveh too, you know, the, the king immediately was like, let's put on sackcloth and, and ashes and everyone has to do this. And we have to fast and repent and, uh, because all Jonah said was in 40 days, Nineveh will be destroyed. And that's all it took. Yeah. It's um, crazy after so one yeah, day, man. they all remembered these traditions. And, just one day. You know, in just one day. Just, just one day. And, and, and they, were at, they, were, they were basically enemies of, of Israel, you know. And so this was God's grace saying, hey, you know, I'm going to display my glory, save all these animals that they have there too. Um, save all of these people. Um, and you look at, I think Jericho as well, you know, Jericho, when the walls fell after they marched around the city and it was basically handed over to the Jews, um, and they didn't fight, they didn't fight a war, you know, basically because when their walls crumbled down, it was basically like, okay, we surrender. But, you know, when the spies that they sent out went and talked, you know, I think they were talking to this one prostitute woman and she said, remember me when, when you come to destroy the city, you know, like we've, we, everyone here is afraid, you know, they, they've heard stories about your God and everyone's afraid of what, what, what could be coming. And then, then they told her to put a, a scarf in the window and no one would harm, would harm her, her household and stuff because they had showed favor to them. And, uh, you know, just, uh, but, and then even in that story, dude, the spies came back and, uh, you know, they reported uh, different stories. I think, uh, some of them reported, oh, my gosh, there's giants in the land. Oh, my gosh. You know, or they, 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 they said it was too risky, you know, and it and, and just wasn't that, you know, they, they didn't fear God more than they feared what was coming or what they were going to have to fight. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's, that's interesting to note, too, that the spies came back with different reports, yeah. um, you know, being, being kind of like scared to go into that. So... Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't really have anything else. Um, I just feel like okay. we, have to, we just have um, to reiterate. I guess. Um, I mean, it's good stuff. Yeah. I I have I have you know I I definitely uh, have reverence and fear for God. And in, in the in, in the most minute things that uh, you would think, just kind of like, I, just like the other day, man. There's, uh, I just texted you. I was like, 
man, I was on the phone for two hours with the bank and then my gas tank started leaking and I got to repair that before I go to work tomorrow. I said, I truly believe that as Christ following God, believing people, we don't have the luxury of coincidence. Yeah. And then, and then even more than that, I don't think anybody does in the world, uh, but us, uh, us especially, you know, I just don't think anyone has that luxury to say so many things are coincidences because what you sow is what you generally reap and what energy you put into the world is what you receive. Um, not, not in certain, not in all cases, like with my stuff getting stolen and people stealing my money and stuff. Um, you know, that's just being taken, you know, that's some, not something I sowed into, but I'm reaping things that, uh, the world has, has set up, you know, I'm reaping sin from just a fallen world that we live in, but <clears throat> just, uh, you know, the other day you meant, you pointed out that uh, our song Comforter has over a thousand plays on Spotify, and it's only been out since March 29. Um, yeah. And it's well, I guess that's that's about three months now, right? Um, well, a little over, but that's just uh, we don't pay for promotion. We don't we don't do anything like that. And uh, just to see every other song on there has less. It just says less than a thousand plays. Yeah. And uh, this one being so new. Um, I think the Holy Spirit is just really has all the credit for that. Just to be like, are you serious? You know, we don't, we don't promote this. Um, and, and this is just one app. It's not even including every other platform that might be using it or streaming it and stuff, but just randomly having somebody say, you know, or seeing it on a, uh, somebody put it in a compilation on, on Spotify too, a metal compilation. Yeah. Um, or a heart for a diamond was put in that also. And just, just seeing God open these, these doors and say, look, you know, I'm using you. you all you did was put yourself out there and I'm using it. Yeah. You know, you've That's, done nothing here. You've done nothing here. Yeah. We haven't. Yeah. It, it amazes me with, um, what God can, what God can do, um, with just me and you. I mean, we made those, I mean, it's just two people making a song and people have liked it. And I think, I think that's the thing I'm most excited about is just saying yes to God and not trying to have, not trying to have like me and you be like, Hey God, look what we can do for you. Like, this is uh, like me and me and Luke are so awesome. This is look, look we're going to, we're going to build the biggest church and we're going to do all these things and we're going to have, our band's going to be super mainstream and we're going to sell millions of albums and, and if we don't even, if we don't obey the Holy Spirit and we have that, and we have the spirit of, of like just trying to do things on our own, even if we think it's for him, I think we'll, we'll miss a lot of, it'll produce bad fruit and we'll miss our purpose and our calling. And so I'm, I'm really excited that it seems to me that me and you are doing our best to just say yes to what God is saying, even with this podcast, like I was, like, I thought it was going to be. Like, I don't know. I just, I was too afraid to do it, like something like this. And I thought we would get, um, you know, tons of bad comments or something. And that hasn't really happened, you know, from the, uh, from so far, um, yeah. you know, so far it's been pretty good. We've got, we've gotten some nasty people on like YouTube and stuff, but <laughs> you know, yeah. for the most part, um, it's crazy. The kind of uh, people that are starting to follow us from around the world that we're meeting and like getting to know, other people in the Christian metal scene 
and stuff like that. It's just been really cool. So it's stuff that we couldn't even dream of doing on our own. So I just, I think he has something for yeah. us even more every time. Well, that, well, that's how you know it's the Holy Spirit is because you didn't, you didn't even envision it yeah. or things are happening that you never thought were going to happen. And it's just like, he's basically saying, look, the path that you thought you were going to take is not what I want you to take. And you're going to see that. Um, there's going to be, you know, I'm going to glorify myself in whatever way I choose. And, uh, you know, even the music video, I didn't even know about sets doing a music video for comforter but we we made that video on my cell phone yeah you know just just like just wild things that we don't i don't know i just i just forget about man but it yeah. is i think is human beings human beings um forget what we should remember and remember what we should forget too often and it's important, I think, to like these people who wrote the books in the Bible, they they recorded everything they saw in the Gospels. The Gospels are synoptic, which means they all tell the same story from different different eyes. But it's just they, they line up so well because these people just wrote down everything that they saw happen. And they're telling the same they saw the same things happening. And then it talks about how Christ perform so many miracles that it wouldn't even be contained in the volumes of the books of the earth. Uh, how many miracles that he performed, you know, that, that are not in this book. They made a point to, to say that also, you know, we could sit here and write all day, but we have to talk about everything else, you know, and, uh, you know, I've heard other people, you know, this is even secular people, man, they, they visualize what they want in life and they, they just do all the work that they can do to get it. And they end up succeeding. How much more if we had that attitude and then have the Holy Spirit lead the way and do open up all these doors for us? Yeah. You know, uh, just like if you're not married, you, you know, and you want to be married, you envision your your future wife, you envision your future kids, your future family, and everything that you do from a day to day basis, whether it's working out, eating right, taking care of yourself, you know, uh, praising God, uh, everything is with that vision in mind of your future occupation, what, you know, what your, what everything that you desire in life, which are good and holy desires, God knows what you want. Yeah. Um, and just, just, but just to align your heart, your thoughts and your mind and your actions. And, and that's the biggest problem for us is our actions don't align with our vision. Yeah. Um, from this, from the my, most minute things like, like sleeping nope. in or something like yeah, that's that's something that i i forgot i kind of wanted maybe we'll talk about it next week but on i i think we should have the fear of the lord in in the things that we say because i th i think so many people are, are living their lives saying that they'll do things and then their actions completely don't show that and right. so you know that's one of the the those the big, ex, uh, big examples of uh, people that are unbelievers is how hypocritical Christians can be. And right. I think God, God really wants a people that will do what they say. Um, oh yeah. And 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 show it in their actions, and so um, I think we should uh, we should pray that we'll be we'll be uh, we'll be a type of people that will do that. Um, 
our actions will show, you know, the faith that we pers- we uh, profess. Where we where we keep our word. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So maybe maybe next week we'll talk more on that. Um, That'd be cool. But yeah, I think it's it's something that I feel I feel God is really trying to, to especially in this world of like social media where we just like comment so quickly without even like thinking. Like I do it all the time, and I'm like. I'm like, oh my gosh, why yeah. did I say that? Um, you know, and so much in like in yeah. this world of just like you could just you're just like you quickly yell at somebody or or whatever, um, and we have and then you're comfort. Big. Yeah, it's just we're comfortable behind our computer screens too, and and like I just right. I don't know. I think I think we need to be a people that are uh, more aware of some of the things that we're saying and doing. Absolutely. He says we have to give an account for every idle word we've spoken. Um, And I love the verse, you know, the last thing I'll say, I love the verse where God says, my word will not return to me void. Everything that I say will return to me with its purpose fulfilled. So thank God he keeps his word. Yeah. Everything he ever said he was going to do, he did. or, Or he will do. It hasn't happened yet. He will do it. And so thank God he keeps his word. He doesn't just talk about things and then not do them. Um, and that's why people hate politicians. So right. yeah, they're the epitome. They're the epitome of not doing that oh, and gosh. lying. Absolutely lying. So why should any of us be bet? You know, why should any of us try is really what a lot of people think. I shouldn't even try that. And everybody is, it's, it's the, the deck is stacked against me and, I'm just going to join the, don't, you know, if you can't beat them, join them. So. Yeah. We serve a God that keeps his promises. And Amen. Jesus wasn't, Jesus didn't like hypocrites either. And we don't follow, we don't follow Christians. We follow Christ. So. Amen. Dear. Yeah. That's all I got to say about that. Um, That's good stuff. Cool. Well, eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Yeah. Time. Yeah, yeah. Part two. Thank you guys for uh, for tuning in. Yeah, we appreciate uh, it. Yeah, I think it's I think it's really cool that um, I felt like we got we had a word from the Lord to just keep talking about this because I think it's important to him. I think it's something that I think the fear of the Lord is something that maybe we're getting away from, or maybe there's a movement of 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 people, young people, people in Christian metalcore that are starting to recognize uh, his voice, and oh yeah, we're act, we're acting upon uh, what he says. So, yeah. absolutely, yeah. There's a lot of good ones out there. There's a lot of good, good groups and and uh, good churches too. You know, you just gotta find them. Yeah. You know, bless, bless, bless the Lord's people. Did you say the prayer last week, or did I say it? I don't remember. Oh, you, you said it last week. Said it last week. Do you want? Do you want to pray? You want, you want me to do it? I'll, I'll, I can say a prayer. That's cool. Yeah, I, I can do it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Father, thank you so much for giving us this opportunity and this platform to uh, just be willing to speak on your behalf. 
Um, and thank you for uh, filling us with the Holy Spirit and giving us words to speak. God, if anything that we do say is not of you, Lord, let people uh, you know, let people let it go. Um, but uh, I just pray that everything that we say is of you and for you and your word is truth. So uh, thank you for giving us your word, God. And without it, we wouldn't have any parameter. We wouldn't know what was was right and wrong, true and false. And uh, God, I just pray that you uh, help people with the fear of the Lord and uh, the reverence that you deserve. And that you know that you will be glorified one way or another with or without us, God. Uh, your purposes will be seen on the earth and um, just give us courage and uh, in the excitement that comes with knowing you, Lord, um, and to not be afraid of uh, this world and this uh, life, Lord, that you have uh, complete power and uh, willingness to see us through uh, till we get home, God, and you bring us all home, um, that you guard people's hearts and ears. Uh, and just help us to see through the lies, God. Um, and the deception is not effective unless it's deceiving people. So show us where we might be uh, deceived. And uh, even if you don't think we are, God, that's the worst place to be, is to not know it. Um, so uh, we love you, and uh, we thank you, God. And just uh, continue to bless your people, continue to bless us, and uh, give us the power and encourage uh, others to uh, spread your love and uh, spread the gospel of uh, your son, Jesus Christ. And uh, that no other, there's by no other name that we can be saved, God, um, for his bloody sacrifice on the cross that took away the sin of the world. Uh, we are eternally grateful. Uh, and uh, so we pray all of this in his name. Uh, we love you and thank you. Amen. Amen. Good stuff, man. Cool. Good, good. So um, as of right now, I think next week we'll, we'll just keep talking on the fear of the Lord unless I hear something, unless we hear something different. <laughs> yeah, dude. Or, you know, like I, I told my boss, you know, we're going to do it one of these Fridays. I said, maybe he could share his testimony or yeah, let's do it. Uh, or whatever and he's like man i feel like i have to talk about stuff and i'm like that's good yeah it's not a prideful thing he's like he's like i feel like god wants me to talk about it. i'm like well because you probably have to you know we were all we were all meant to to go and make disciples you know you're fulfilling your calling yeah. if you felt like if you if you wanted to just keep it to yourself that would be a problem right yeah so i just encourage him to to come on here and and if anybody else uh has an interest in in uh joining this platform with us uh we we would wel we welcome yeah. uh any 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 support and any uh you know uh conversation that someone might want to have and which in the fear and love of the lord and uh the love of each other amen good stuff man um hope everybody has a good weekend we love you love you guys we'll see you next week Sounds good to me. Sounds good. See ya. Peace out. Peace out. Later.